Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey everyone, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And not just any episode, this is the 100th episode of Refreshing the Soul Podcast. Woo! Wow. I'm, when I say it, I guess it really hasn't hit me that much. I've been doing this for almost two years. And I can remember starting as if it was just yesterday. I mean, I remember when God gave me the date. I remember when he gave me the title of the of this podcast before I even knew it was a podcast. Um, man, God has really seen me through every week and has walked me through every week of this podcast. I'm telling you, I could not have done it on my own. So I'm just, I'm so excited to be celebrating 100 episodes. That's crazy, you guys. That is crazy. Um, Can you do something 100 times consistently? Can you show up 100 times? Um, it's, it's different when the motivation and what's um, pushing you or pulling you is God. Um, when he's in it, he'll give you the strength to endure um, when you stay connected to his word, um, daily as much or as much as possible, um, it's, it's through him, it's through his strength that we can do anything. And I, I can do anything through Christ because he is the one who strengthens me. He strengthened me to be able to see 100 episodes, to be able to push out, out, out of me a hundred episodes, um, Wow. I'm just so thankful. And I'm grateful also to all of you. Every download I see is connected to, um, a soul is connected to a person. And I know that there's someone listening. I do not take it for granted that you, um, that you have a life and that you're going out and you're living this life. And there may be seeds that may be deposited through this 30 minute um, time that you have with me um, that could be changing or transforming your life. I know that God is speaking to you through me. I know that you're receiving a refreshing for your soul. Um, my husband asked me like, how are we going to celebrate? Like he wants to celebrate. He's been talking about celebrating this 100 episodes for a while. Now it's here. And I kind of, it just kind of like, I knew it was coming, but I really hadn't been focusing so much on it, just really on the content itself. And um, now that it's here, I just, you know, for me, I would love to celebrate it with you. If you could, if this podcast has helped you in any way, if there are moments where you're like, oh yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear. If you could just reach out to me, email me, just your story or email me to say, Hey, just want to let you know, you've been helping me. 
and I've been listening. Um, my email is restthesoul5 at gmail.com. If you're watching here on YouTube, I'll put it down in the um, the, the notes. Um, but if you're listening to me, it's restthesoul, R-E-S-T-T-H-E-S-O-U-L-5, the number five at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to see your name. Um, that would refresh my soul. So anyway, we are talking about joy this month. We're talking about the gift of joy. And I tell you, you know, and this is just, this is our intimate time. This is our time together and my time where I can just express some of the stuff that I have been learning that I have been going through and just to be, um, transparent, you know, being married, again, you know, I was single for close to eight years. Um, last year was, I would say seven years. So yes, this year, um, a little, a little close to eight years before I got married again. That's a long time. Um, as an adult to me, (laughs) um, for me, it, it is a lot longer than I thought I would be single, but, um, it's a long time, especially in your thirties when you've kind of gotten in a groove of, being with yourself and, and checking in with your, just you and just life, you know, is, is different, you know? So getting, I mean, it's different getting married. And, um, I keep hearing how, like, you know, when you get married, you're, it's like you're that, that spouse is like a reflection of yourself is a reflection um, of you. And so a lot of things that we may see another person is like, it's something for you to have to check in you, you know? And, um, I feel like that's what we have been doing this whole year is just really, um, seeing where we need to evolve and where we need to renew our minds so that we can be, um, who, um, God intended us to be together. You know, God put us together for a purpose <laughs> and, um, and it's not just to just be in the same house and to raise our kids. Um, marriage has a purpose, just like singleness. My singleness had a purpose. And so, um, one of the things that I, I realized, I'm like, I, when you're by yourself, that place of, um, happiness, that place of joy, you know, it's you, it's just you, right? So you don't, you, and you're having your relationship with God. Never once did I see or thought that I, um, seeked something out from my, from another person that God wasn't my totality, my everything of, um, the source of my joy, the source of my hope. And now being married, I, I see my, I could see myself at times just like, hoping that, that he would do this, hoping that he would say this, hoping that he would think about this. And then if not feeling this disappointment and this like, oh, here we go again, or we're back to where it was before. And we were married before, just FYI, we were married before. And then we're we're married for 10 years, divorced for seven. And, um, we're married again. God brought us back together. But, um, and though I know I shouldn't be thinking about that, I have to be honest with my soul. So when we're refreshing our soul and we're coming to a place of wholeness in God, we have to be honest with the thoughts that we have, the feelings that we have. And I really, I, you know, I've been having to get honest in this place of not happiness. Cause I get that 
life situations, even people will make you, can make you happy and they can make you not happy. Um, but really get into a place where I'm not losing this sense of joy and, um, and sometimes in life and, and, and even dealing with people, if certain things come up that trigger a place of where you are disappointed or that fit, or it may feel similar to a place of where you were let down or, or where you felt like you had to guard yourself. Um, we can, we can, if not careful, we can go into a place where we allow that to sabotage, um, a place of, 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 of joy that we can have, that we're supposed to have with God. Like, um, I'm not saying we can't, we cannot have days where we're not happy. We can't have days that we're sad, but what I'm learning is that if we have joy, right? If joy, joy being one of the fruits, one of the fruit, excuse me, of the Holy spirit, then if something was to arise, and I, I can't even open my mouth up to God anymore. Something is wrong I, in me, not in another person, not in the situation, but something is not right because that means I'm, I'm choosing, I'm choosing something else. I'm choosing not to receive what I already have. I'm choosing not to open my mouth. I'm choosing to allow the situation or a person to dictate um, my joy. And one thing I want us to understand and that I had to understand is that my joy is directly connected to Jesus Christ. It is not connected to man. It is not connected to a happy situation. Our joy is connected to Jesus Christ. I had, I had this quote that, um, I believe that God had dropped in my spirit. It says that your expression of joy is not the smile that you wear, but it is the praise you choose to sing. Joy has to be chosen. We can choose joy. And in this episode, I want to talk about how do we choose joy? How do we choose that place? How do we tap into that place um, that we already have? How to receive that place? What does that look like? Um, When you're in the face of trouble, when you're in the face of fear, when you're in the face of something that you just do not want to deal with, um, how can we choose joy? And so I am going to start off with this, um, this story I was reading in second Chronicles and it was about, um, Jehoshaphat, right? So let me just pull it up. If we go to second Chronicles, we're just going to read, um, chapter two and I'll read a few verses, verse 20 through 24. So let me pull it up. Second Chronicles chapter two, verse 20 through 24. Oops, I picked um, the wrong chapter. Chapter two, verse 20. And I'm sorry, I thought I already had this up, but I don't think um, I realize. Let me just... Let me just find it real quick, you guys. I'm sorry about that. And I want to make sure I have the right um, book because I'm looking and I don't see a 
verse 20 under chapter 2. So let me make sure I got the right one. Ah, I'm sorry. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Let me do it again. Second Chronicles chapter 2. Okay. Oh, we're going to find it, you guys. I know where else to look at. So I was reading, okay, so I was reading this devotion, just FYI, called Joy is a Person, which blessed my soul. And I think it was either in that, I believe it was in there, or it was in another devotion I was reading where it was talking about um, just how Jehoshaphat, when he found out that they were going to be um, attacked and how he felt, he was... um, It said he was terrified. Oh, I wanted to read it because um, I felt like how his honesty with God, it's something about being honest with God that I just, um, I love because I don't like when we, we, we make this life feel like, oh, like you don't ever feel anything. You don't ever struggle with anything. And that when you talk to God, it has to be laced with all these fancy words. No, he was very honest with God. And um, I, I, I mean, I feel like that's the place of the beginning of how we find refreshing for our souls. How can God refresh us in a place that we're not even willing to be fully honest, fully vulnerable with him. And in a place of where we may not feel joy, God wants to talk to us about that. He wants to show us, um, well, this is what's going on. This is why you're not experiencing my joy. This is why, because you're not choosing it. And so in this story, I just saw how Jehoshaphat, and um, the people who are following him, how they had to choose joy in the face of something that looked terrifying. I mean, we're talking about their lives, their livelihoods. At the point of their, of death, they could die. They could have been killed. And they had to choose um they had to choose to praise and, and to sing. And so I really want to go through the story. And I think I found it. It's Second Chronicles chapter 20. I don't know how I got to chapter two. I probably just lost a a number, but hold on. Give me one second. I'm, I usually have it typed out, but for this scripture, I did not. So bear with me. Second Chronicles chapter 20. And I believe we're going to go to verse... Okay, so I'm just going to go up. Let me find the beginning of where I want to start at. And I mean, I mean, man, he got, I mean, Joseph had just really was, he was very, just very transparent. So he had found out, right, that um, these armies were about to um, come up against him, right? And so... Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse three says, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. 
All right. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. And so Jehoshaphat goes, he prays to God. Um, he prays to God and he starts, it's like, he starts reminding God of who he is like Lord of God, verse six of our ancestors. You alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty and no one can stand against you. I love that. It reminds me something of what, um, Tony Evans, um, said, um, I heard him speaking, um, it was a YouTube message with him and his family. Um, and one of his sons said that his father, Tony Evans taught them that, listen, when you're facing something and it doesn't look like what God said, throw God's word back at him, like God, but you're this and you said this. And I never really heard it in that type of way, but God is, God is bound to his word and his word is bound to him. And so, um, when, when Jehoshaphat starts, it's like this prayer, you know how we, we start our prayer, like, Lord, I thank you. You are mighty. You are a good father. You're faithful. You're loving. So here, Joseph is saying, listen, you, you're powerful. You're mighty. No one can beat you. No one can stand against you. Um, and he's reminding, um, God, if you read further down in the text of how, like how he saved them before and, um, what he has done for them. Right. And so he's like, now look at what's going now, wh what's going on. I know he's telling, he's really just giving God the story. He's just telling the story, telling him how he feels. Right. And so, um, one of the men in the crowd who's hearing Jehoshaphat pray, I guess he hears from the Lord and, um, and this is what, this is what a, a pro the prophet says. Verse 15, he said, Listen, all of you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, listen right now, all of you on this, uh, in this audience on Refreshing the Soul podcast, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army. Do not be discouraged by whatever it is you're facing. Do not be discouraged by your bank account. Do not be discouraged about what you see in your marriage, what you see in your home, what you see on your job, what you see in school, what you see in yourself. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but God's. So one of the first things that I want to tell you right now, how do we choose joy when we're facing difficulty, when we're facing a situation that looks impossible, when we are terrified, when trouble seems like it is surrounding us? One, I say, seek God's guidance. Get on your face and pray and talk to God. Just talk to him. Then two, listen. Listen to what he is saying learn how to, okay, I'm praying, but let me hear what God is saying. The very beginning of my, the start of my relationship with God seven, eight years ago, um, I heard Joyce Myers say, prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. When you pray, don't just get up, dust your hands off and, and don't give God a chance to respond back to you. Stay right there. Listen, Learn, practice, practice just staying there and being quiet. Silence the thoughts in your head. They're going to come up. They're going to try to distract you because your mind, your soul is so used to things just running and running and running, but you have the authority to silence it. 
You have the authority to say, Mm-mm, nope, I'm, I want, I'm going to be still in here from God. And, um, and you, I'm not saying you will hear something right then and there. There are times that I have not heard anything. I've gotten up and, um, the next day or the next few days, I, I, I hear either something in my spirit. Someone comes up to me. I'm reading something in the word and his word comes alive. It's like, he's speaking to me. God has different ways of how he wants to speak to you, but we must remember to posture ourselves, to listen to what he is saying. Because the things that come to steal your joy has a voice too. The things that come to steal your your joy has a voice too. So that's why we have to choose joy. When we're choosing joy, we're choosing God. We're choosing his guidance. We're choosing what he has to say. We have to choose his words. Because if not, if we listen to the, the negativity of what we're facing, if we listen to what we're not, if we're listening to how this is going to fail again, or this is the same thing again, we're going to find ourselves in a place of where we're looking for we're looking for something to make us feel good. We're looking for something to make us feel happy versus, hey, even though I don't feel good and I don't like this situation, I'm not going to lose my hope. I'm not going to lose my joy because I'm listening. I'm in tune to what God is saying. I'm seeking him for guidance. So one, I say seek him for guidance to listen to what he says. And here he is saying, do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but God's. That sounds like rest, rest, rest in God, rest in the the king who is mighty to fight whatever it is that's in front of you. Rest in him to work things out for your good to those who love, who love God. This is if you love him. And so here, verse 16, he goes on. He says, tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up. This is the army that's coming against them. You will find them coming up through the accent of Ziz, ascent, I'm sorry, of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. But you will not, you will not even need to fight. Take your positions then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. Mm. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. He is with you. Those who are listening right now to refreshing the soul, he is with you. You don't have to fight. You don't have to fight what you're confronting. Watch what God is going to do. Listen to what he's telling you to do. And so in this instant, God is telling them, stand, face it. And watch what I do. Stand and face it with me. So at the beginning of this, I was talking about my marriage and how there are some things um, I can't operate in and the way I used to anymore. And it, it exposed my marriage, exposing places in me in me where I'm looking for a situation or I'm looking for my husband to, to say the right thing, to do whatever, to make me feel better, to, to give me a satisfaction in the soul, almost peace, but even it can even be joy, but it can lead to, um, it can lead to discouragement, right? And when we start, when our heart gets discouraged and it becomes sad, then now you're no longer walking in joy, that we have, that God has freely given to us. And so, um, with, with being married again to someone who I was married before, 
before too. Though he's and, and he's different. I'm I'm let me back up. <laughs> but still, there are things again that can trigger places in us where we don't want to stand and face it. It's like I don't want to see this. I don't want to go through this again. <laughs> like I don't God take me down a path where it's easier, where I don't have to look at this, where I don't have to hear this, where I don't have to feel this. And isn't it one thing it's it's we think that in order to have joy, we have to not feel fear. We have to not feel pain. We have to not feel sadness, but that's not true. God wants you to stand and face the thing that you were scared to face before, but he wants you to do it with him. He wants you to see that with him, you can still have joy. He can fight it. You can face it scared in pain, uncomfortable, but still have a peace and a joy that comes with God. So I say one, seek his guidance Two, listen to what he has to say. Three, stand and face it with God. Stand and face it with God. Here, the prophet goes on to encourage the people. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow for the Lord is with you. So we're standing and we're facing it with God. And so, um, they get up the next morning. So they're supposed to go out there the next morning. Like they're going to war. They're going to battle against this army. So they get up the next morning and it's almost like Jehoshaphat could feel, um, the people and their spirits. Like they were feeling um, fear or starting to doubt or get discouraged. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you get off this podcast, there's some things that may come, come up. You can be encouraged and hyped. When you get out of your word, you're encouraged, you're full. And then you get up to go and face it. And it's like, oh, what am I doing here? Verse 20, listen up. Early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to what he's saying to the people. Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. Keep listening. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sing. Give thanks to the Lord and his faithful love endures forever. He had people to sing and praise of how good God is, how faithful he is, how loving he is, how much he endures with us forever. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> you can be terrified right now. You could be discouraged. You can be sad. But when you have the joy of the Lord, you can still sing praises to him. When you are not able to sing praises to him, that is when you are choosing not to choose joy. That is when you're choosing to be crippled by what you see. You're choosing to be crippled by what you feel. You're choosing to be crippled by what you heard. Remember at the beginning of this, when Jehoshaphat went to God, it said he was terrified by the news he heard. There are some things you're hearing that you're listening to. And I'm telling you, you got to sing above that. You got to sing praises to God above that. Even in an unlikely 
situation. It's, it seems so unnatural for us to, when we're going through something, to just start singing and worshiping God as a, as a, um, as a um, response, but that is our response. That is us taking our position. That is how we stand and face it with God by continuing to praise and worshiping him, choosing joy as choosing God. And, and joy is not expressed by you having a smile on your face. Just because they don't see you smiling does not mean you don't have joy. Joy is expressed by you singing praises to God. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, do not stop singing to God. Do not stop singing how faithful he is. Do not stop singing how loving he is and how he is with you and how he will fight the battle for you. I'm not telling you something that I'm not doing. I have to do this. Like now, today, yesterday, tomorrow, I'm in the midst of this. I'm learning how to choose joy. Is it always easy? No, it's not. But I want to see, I want to stand firm and I want to watch God win this. I want to see him do something different. God is having me and my husband face something that we didn't want to face seven years ago, eight years ago. But now we can face it with God because he's going to, he's going to fight it and he's going to show us what we need to do. And we have to continue to choose him above it. We was choosing him before we got together. And even in what we're in, we're going to still choose him. That's choosing joy to continue to praise him, to continue to seek him, to look for his guidance on how to respond. That's choosing joy. That's choosing God. And that's what God wants. He wants you to choose him. He wants you to give thanks to him for his faithful love endures forever. He he does not stop being faithful. He does not stop being patient with you. He does not stop loving you. He is faithful forever. And so again, how do we choose joy? We seek his guidance. Whatever you're facing because if or in order for us to choose joy, I'm talking about when something is arising in your life. Some waves are are getting high. You're about, you're feeling overwhelmed. You think you're going to be overtaken. What do I do? I, I seek God's guidance. I listen to what he has to say. I stand and I face it with God. I don't run. I don't look to the side or the left. I don't try to figure it out or fix it myself, but I stand and I face it with God. And if I'm listening to what he's saying, I, I got to do what he says, but I stand and face it with him. And then I continue to praise and worship him. Okay. Another scripture real quick, James one, two through four, James one, two through four. And I want to read just two versions to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I just feel, I know um, someone's being blessed by this. I am being blessed by this. Um, Just some things that God had to um, show me in this season, in this situation, where I'm at, like what I'm supposed to do. And this is what we do. This is how we, um, this is how we, we walk out difficult seasons with God. And so in James 1, 2 through 4, the NLT version says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. 
Sometimes every time I read the scripture, I want to stop right there. I'm like, what? Like how, what? When troubles of any kind. So there's no exception to, um, to having great joy. There's no, there's no exception. He's saying right here, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Wow. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Mm, So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Here, I want to read the... um, the passion translation, it says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. Wow. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. Um, just right there that consider it, it an opportunity or to, um, see it as an opportunity to experience great joy that right there. That consider, that consider means you have to choose to see. You have to choose to look at difficulty and trouble differently. The world looks at trouble and difficulty as only a bad thing, as it and not an opportunity for it to lead to anything. Trouble bad. Something, something we're in trouble or there's a difficulty. We need to fix it. We need to erase it. We need to figure it out. We need to get rid of it. Like some, some, and here, here, God wants to renew your mind. He wants to renew my mind. When you're facing those same triggers or those things that you've, you've been through that you don't want to face. He's like, listen, this time I want you to choose to think of this and have a different perspective of this situation that is actually an opportunity for you to experience joy. Wow. To choose joy, we have to choose to face difficulty. Because if we're always running from the things that we fear or that we feel like we can't handle, will always be running away from the place that God wants to show himself in. Our joy is connected to Jesus. Our joy is connected to him. And if we don't face the hard parts of life with him, we're missing out on experiencing joy in that place. And not just joy, but we're missing out on growth. We're missing out on being fully developed, complete, needing nothing. And and let me tell you, that complete needing nothing, that's peace in the soul. That's also joy. 
Joy says, I don't need for something to be happy. I don't need for this to be going perfectly well. Joy is completely dependent on Jesus Christ. Because I have him, because he is good, because he is faithful to me, because he loves me, I have what I need. No, this situation may not look the way that I know that God said is going to look, but it will not rob me of my joy. We have an opportunity to face the thing that scares us the most with God. But we do that by considering, by taking a moment to say, you know what? Let me experience something different this time in this. I know what my feelings tell me, what it is, but God's word says it's an opportunity for great joy. Dear brother, dear sister, whoever's listening to this, when troubles of any kind come your way, take a moment, step back and consider it as an opportunity for great joy. Let this pain, let this trial, let it um, take you deeper into God and to trusting him and to standing back and watching him fight it for you but you're facing it with him. And it may not look like it at first, but I'm gonna tell you, you're growing. You will grow from it. And when the next thing comes along, you won't be so um, quick to retaliate or quick to run. But now you gained a little bit on your resume. You got a little experience there. Like, "Mm, you know what? I know what God did. And if he was faithful to me in that, I can trust him again in this. God, he just wants you to consider it because he wants you to grow. He wants you to experience his joy. He wants you to experience him. Like I said, joy is connected to who Jesus is. It's not connected to who you are in a moment and how you feel in a moment. Mm, All right, last scripture. This is Philippians chapter four, verse four. It says, be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow for you are united with the united one. First of all, it says to be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season. Do not wait until everything is great to celebrate. Be joyous in every season. And I'm saying that for myself. I was just saying that my husband was like, it's a hundred, you know, a hundred episodes. What are you going to do to celebrate? I said, honestly, babe, I should have been celebrating along the way and not waiting for a hundred episodes to be like, oh, I can celebrate now. No, should have been celebrating in, in all seasons where I'm at. Hey, whether it's 10 episodes, 20, 50, or a hundred, like celebrate in every season. And if that says every season, then I mean, those, those, the, even in the seasons of death, we can celebrate. We can celebrate someone's life. We can celebrate the life that we still have. And those who, who, who's still around us, there's always a reason to be cheerful and to celebrate. We have to choose it though. That's why the next part of this verse says, let joy, choose joy, give it, give it a chance. Let it, it's the thing that you're, it's the thing that we're, we're not letting joy come up. It's the thing that's keeping us from letting joy overflow. 
We have to choose it. We have to choose joy. And that's what's going to, that's what's going to push back the thing that's, that's trying to steal your praise or that's trying to steal your, um, your, your, your rightful thinking is saying, Hey, no, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose God in this situation. I'm going to choose to praise him anyway. And as you praise him, as you lift, lift, lift him up, as you let joy overflow, you'll start to notice the thing that was trying to have you bound just quickly dissipate. And here it says, let joy overflow for you are united with the anointed one. Our joy is connected to Jesus. We can, we can have joy because of Jesus. We can have joy because of who he is and what he has already done. Joy comes from that place. No matter, that's why I say, no matter what we face in any season, we always have a reason um, to celebrate. Even if it's celebrating him. No, are we celebrating? Will we celebrate something that bad happens or that makes us feel sad? No, you're not celebrating that. But there's still a, the one who we can celebrate from, who he is, what he has done. He will even show you in the most unlikely and deathly and, and troubled situations how you can celebrate where there's goodness at. But we got to we got to face it with him. We got to experience with experience it with him. God wants you to renew your mind in the way that you see trouble. That's what I hear right now. The way that you see trouble, you've been running, you've been taking your own path. And God's saying, I want to renew your mind in the way that you see difficulty. Because when you, you choose to face things with God instead of your own way, that's when you start to elevate. That's when you start to grow. That's when you start to become whole and complete and not needing this and that to make you feel this and that. Because now I already, I have a foundation of who Jesus Christ is. I have a foundation of his peace and of his joy. Amen. 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 That's all I want to speak about um, today. Um, I pray that you've been enjoying this series. I don't know. I don't really feel in my spirit. There will be another episode on joy, but I, I don't know. The month's not out and I'm just open to whatever Holy Spirit wants to say. Um, but I just pray that you have enjoyed these, um, and not just enjoyed these episodes, but you really are getting understanding of what joy is and how we can, um, really live, live it and no longer looking, um, for people or for things to satisfy a place or to make us want to smile and have this positive energy. No, our joy comes from who Jesus is. Our joy comes from, um, us renewing our mind and looking at trouble differently. It comes from us refreshing our soul in his word and understand that it's a choice. It's not something that has, has to be taken or stolen by every, um, bad thing that happens to you. It's something that you can choose despite what's happening in your world. That's why Paul says in every season, be cheerful with joyous celebration and let joy overflow. God, I, I just declare God, that your, your, your sons, your daughters, all those who may be listening, even if they don't know you, I declare in the name of Jesus that joy will overflow in their souls. 
I know during this season, we may, um, there may be some difficulty. There may be some, um, sad, um, memories, some sad moments, some things where we may not feel the best, but I just pray father that they remember who you are, that they remember that you are faithful, that you are loving and that they are not alone, that you are with them and are ready to fight any battle that's before them. I pray, God, that they seek you for guidance, that they listen to what you have to say, that they stand and face whatever it is that they may want to run from, but they face it with you, that they're obedient to whatever it is that you're saying. And I pray, God, that they continue to praise and worship you no matter what, that worship becomes their response. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to consider that our hiding place today. If you want some confessions, just um, stay tuned for the rest of this week on my social media and I will put up some confessions for you all. But that's how we're going to end this episode. I love you. I love you. I pray y'all have a Merry Christmas and I will be back next week. I don't know if it'll be a replay, if it'll be more on joy or something different, but just stay tuned and I pray you have a great week. All right. Love you. Bye. All right, everyone. That wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.